nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsay breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landis Guy. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dump two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it for long. Two on home run. Trevor Story. Lock. End zone. Is the music good? Are you guys jamming? Because I can't uh, hear it. Jamming. <laughs> oh, you, you can't hear it? No, I have no idea what's playing or when it's done or anything oh, yeah, at great. all. Oh, it's ja- we're jamming out. It's, it's, <laughs> it's mellow, but it's jamish. Nice. That's, that's what that's what we need. Ryan uh, deemed this day Good Vibes Friday, so let's keep uh, it that way like on it. the Denver Sports Podcast. Quit the cast uh, for that undertaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get going, WGT Golf is the game to play on your phone or computer. It's the most popular golf game in the world and in the DMVR community. So many of you have joined us in that game that we've had to open a third DNVR clubhouse. Each clubhouse holds up to 250 people, so there's so many DNVR members playing WGT Golf. Stop feeling left out and download WGT and join the DNVR 3 Clubhouse by going to dnvrgolf.com. We have tournaments within the DNVR community every weekend, and one starts tonight, of course, so don't forget to go to dnvrgolf.com to download that today. Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast, presented by the one and only Breckenridge Brewery. The official beer of DMVR. We need some air horns. I don't have <laughs> There we go. We need the energy lift. There we go. Drew's already drinking a, drinking a Breck brew. I can't believe Drew's being celebrated for drinking a beer at noon. It's the world <laughs> we live in. Watch the Rockies. I was going to say you can't. <laughs> well, I mean, I can, I can imagine well, him being tolerated, but he's being uplifted. For, we, the rest of us were shamed for not drinking a beer at noon. <laughs> Yo, have you guys, but speaking of, first we got to give a shout out. Strawberry Sky is amazing, but also you can't be watching the Avs kick ass in round one without drinking an Avalanche Ale. So if you don't have any, check out Breckenridge Brewery for round two to grab your Avalanche Ale, or you can check out their beer locator on their website so that you can find wherever you can get Breck Brews closest to you. But... Has anyone seen the new uh, Broncos beer yet? Because the can looks amazing. No, there's a new Broncos beer. Yes, they. I don't know if they've officially released it, but they have. Just did. (laughs) I just broke the news for it. Um, No, they have teased it, and the the can. There's pictures of them. Let me see if I can find it. I saw your favorite breakfast. A spiced pumpkin latte beer this morning. Come in. So that uh, would be appropriate to drink at this time, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. A little PFL? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, when you look, when you Google it, it's still the orange, United and orange, but go, it's somewhere on Twitter. It's amazing. It looks really dope. Uh-huh. 
Somewhere on Twitter, nice. Somewhere yeah, on Twitter. I wish I should have been more prepared and had that one up. I didn't think I would talk about it, but it just it's so cool. But we do have that pumpkin spice one. I'm excited to try it out because I've only I've only ever seen it. I haven't tried it out. But of course, Breck Brew is amazing, so go check out the beer locator PSBs. and find yourself some Breck Brew or come down to the DMVR bar. We have eight Breck Brews on tap. But I'm your host, Ali Monroy, and with me today, I've got AJ Hayfley in that corner, Andre Simone in that corner, nice. um, Drew Creaseman, I can't get this right, I've pointed at every wrong person, <laughs> and Eric Weedham, D-Line Co. here. We, it's a busy day at DNVR. We're all swamped. So this is going to be a quick show. We're going to get to all of the Denver sports news we have going on. We have all four sports to talk about today, but it will be a quick one. We got to start off with the Avs securing a trip to round two after scoring 14 goals in the last two games of their first round series against the Coyotes. Let's go over that series real quick before moving on to the next matchup. AJ, what was your favorite part? of the round one series it ending just getting it over with <laughs> getting those not having not having to watch those damn scrubs anymore the abs were the abs were so much better than those guys that not having to deal with that anymore is going to be nice getting on to round two where a proper nhl team is allowed to to be on the ice against colorado will be a nice it'll up the ante a little bit uh get the get the blood pressure going you know yeah okay well what about their play was your favorite part. Um, <laughs> people are uh, laughing at you just saying it I ending. <laughs> like I was like Honestly, excited for a good answer there. You're like I mean, it ending. I, it I, can we acknowledge uh, AJ just murdering the coyotes on our live stream just now? <laughs> <laughs> just quickly just dismissing them as a non-NHL. RIP, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, truly. a joke. It was a joke, dude. Yeah. Um. Honestly, on ice, I guess my favorite part would just be that the power play was good. It was good. It was good throughout the series, even though everybody everybody that wanted to talk to me about the Avs continued to complain about the power play because I guess for the first four games, they weren't paying attention. And then game five, they were like, oh, hey, look, it scored goals. That means it's good. And whatever. I'm happy that it's, I mean, it's tops in the NHL now. That was fun. But again, when you're doing it against the JV squad that doesn't belong, it's really just, you know, was it was it really just practice? Like a really glorified practice that'll count in the in the in the books? We're talking about practice. <laughs> my yeah. favorite part my favorite part was that after what was it game what, what was the one game that the was it game 2 that uh, you had the Coyotes goalie standing on his head? Game the, well that was like games one, two, and three. But which yeah. which which was the game? Game three they... was the one they won. The yeah. fifty okay. yeah. game was so game, game. Yeah, game four. I came in and guy producer guy was like, oh, "I'm pretty nervous." Like nobody. We had the shirt to launch, and everyone was like, "We can't get too ahead of ourselves." I'm like, "You guys, they're gonna score five. They're gonna win by five goals this game." And I was wrong. We were they won all by over the pod that <laughs> night. The after game after the game three loss, Rudo and I went on the pod. It was, it was, as one of our listeners dubbed it, 19 minutes of hate. Uh, as, as I, I, I basically... I love producing those shows, by the way. They are so entertaining. And we've got here, very interested to see how Denim Daddy gets worked into this pod. You just worked it into this pod. Yeah, there you go. that easy. 
I uh, honestly, it was obvious. It was obvious to us, to to Rudo and myself, that they were going to smash the rest of that series. No kidding. And and people were like, people were like, oh my gosh, with this one historical time that I can think of, like you know why you can name that one time it happened because it happened once, <laughs> right? Because it sticks out. You don't think about all the other times in which a guy has one or two great performances and then gets smoked and gets left in the dust. Like okay. it's just like no that they were they were bad they were getting blown out they had a heroic performance one time that that bailed them out it was not going to continue it most definitely did not continue no. and we got double brazils out of it which was pretty delightful <laughs> pretty delightful no for the carry me home shirt that we released it just you they wanted to release it in the middle of the second and third period yeah, that's right and with hockey at that point i think we were talking in the first period with hockey you never know what can happen I so knew. we were like I knew it was well, happening. <laughs> maybe let's <laughs> not let's just wait until after it'll still be great feeling but hockey you literally never know there were six overtimes in one of the games this round yeah, look at last night's game between dallas and calgary calgary scores three goals in the first six and a half minutes and loses seven to three so that's why eric don't hit me with that. You knew they were going to win. It was just uh, maybe if we release this and then the Coyotes come and score seven goals, or everyone's going to blame us. <laughs> uh, please, at- please don't ever release a new shirt in the middle of a Rockies game. Ever, please. Oh, <laughs> just it's by a- the way. I'm sorry. Why? Because I, I might ch- change the luck and they'll win? What's the issue? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For people watching the live stream, these are our two new shirts. The Carry Me Home one that I was talking about. That is amazing. The Sombor Shuffle, though, is amazing as well. Yes. And then we've got these we've got these Rockies one, Larry Walker Hall of Fame, and Colorado Rakes, even though they, they don't really rake right now. Hey, the bats weren't the problem the last few days. Eight and six runs. That wasn't the issue. <laughs> well, we will get to more Rockies talk in a bit. But, AJ, all right, we talked about what your favorite part was. What's something you think the Avs need to work on heading into the next round? Anything? No. Any, anything, <laughs> anything at all? Honestly, their 5v5 play was dominant. Their PK was virtually perfect. Their power play was excellent. I That was as dominant of a playoff series as you will ever see in your life. How about even the face-offs looking good, huh? I mean, they're a mediocre face-off team these days. It's just one of those things that, again, we like to complain about because we've been doing it for a long time. Mm. That even in even in the face of, of 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 data that suggests we might be wrong, we have to continue to be upset about it. <laughs> we've got uh, Colorado TRV saying, "Stop turning it over in their own zone." That's Travis, right? Yes. I mean, I can count on one hand the number of times that it happened in like meaningful ways in that series. So, but when they I'm they're so worried. dominant, I'm... you have to pick at the little things that they can improve on. Yeah, so that I there mean, aren't those little mistakes. Like they weren't, forward. they weren't, they weren't perfect. But I mean, you're never going to be against any team, as we just saw. If you couldn't be perfect against those guys, you never, you never will be. So it's it's fine. Like they. It was, it's fine. It's it really is. It's, it's fine. fine. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Like whatever, whatever, whatever anybody has decided to be up, upset about about that series, they're overblowing. 
14 goals in two games. Like, wow, they really, they killed it. They hadn't yeah. scored seven goals <clears throat> in a playoff game since 2002. Yeah, I mean, they they only gave up, what, six goals in the series? Yeah. Six, I think it's seven goals because one of them was one, four. Two. Right, one oh, of yeah. them was four with the empty netter. Yeah, with the, with, they had two empty, two empty netters in game three, and they scored two real goals. Mm-hmm. We I'm got just Travis watching here's... the doggo. Saying, I mean, I don't think anyone is upset. Allie just asked the question, and, and that was his <laughs> yeah, response. Yeah, I mean, what and then we got what <laughs> Michael. They played, they played as well as you possibly can. Michael saying AJ is on one today. It's playoff AJ. It's, I'm on one every day. With that, we're yeah, going to so move on to the next series. Urdre, do you have a question? had six goals scored on them, and then eight in the whole series, but two of those came on empty netters. So yeah, not bad. Did they even face like twenty shots and? in multiple games that series. Yeah. That was insane. I think three of the games they got 20 shots. Congrats. All right, AJ. The Avs are playing the Stars, the Dallas Stars. It was just announced. You let us know in our Slack just a few minutes ago. Avs Stars game one is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Crazy the turnaround on that. I thought at least it would be Monday. Um, But maybe this will make it so that it doesn't... um, interfere with nuggets so then we have one every other day which you know would be great because that way we can pack this place with 50 people covid regulations apply, it would also course. be nice it would also be nice for us to do a uh, post-game show without people screaming 10 times in a row for goals that are continually scored <laughs> the nuggets guys and eric you know, the, included the nuggets should try winning games <laughs> they did they're one and one what are you talking about <laughs> so Eric and the Nuggets guys, they were doing their post-game show. They're talking about what went wrong, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there's, like, four goals scored, and they're yeah. like, really? Like, yeah. yay, Avs, but, like, oh, what is going yeah, like, re- on? Read the room, Avs. Come on. <laughs> they um, did, and that's why they made it a better room. <laughs> not for us. Not for us. <laughs> we did not run out of goal shots this time around for anyone curious. We were prepared after the first 7-1 game for the abs but all right aj abs stars is there anything you're concerned about in this matchup how do you feel about it um i'm picking the abs in five in five okay yeah they're like a souped up version of of arizona but not so souped up i'm all that worried about it uh i've been hating on the stars this entire time they got kind of a free pass into into the series because calgary loses their best player at the beginning of the series and they don't have a real NHL caliber goaltender in net, so pretty good, pretty good matchup for them. Um, now they're going to have to actually go against a real goaltender and an, and a team that doesn't suck. So uh, good luck with that, Dallas. I think I think Colorado should have a pretty easy time with Dallas. I just don't think Dallas is very good. Okay, we got uh, Michael asking: Is that with or without Bishop? So far, it's been without Bishop. Um, if Bishop, if Ben Bishop plays, it changes it because Ben Bishop is very good and kind of has Colorado's number historically. But uh, as long as he's not playing and Kudobin's in net, I like Colorado's chances. The Avs did play the Stars in the round robin and beat them. Yeah, beat them for nothing in a game that was not competitive. Yeah, seems pretty good. Also, a team that doesn't give up three goal leads willy nilly. Yeah, another Colorado. comment we've got. 
does not give up uh, very many three goal leads. Calgary, man, they blew it yesterday. Jeez, yeah, they geez. did. If you are watching and you're a hockey fan in general, AJ and Andre recorded a podcast yesterday on DNVR Bets Daily talking about what you should bet on um, on the NHL playoff series moving forward. Yeah. Definitely go check that out. But, you know, with that, can what a smooth transition. Oh, can you bet on spinny goals? Oh, no spinning um, goal prop. Maybe that's under, something we have to have a conversation with DraftKings about. That's what I mean. Over under 1.5 spinning goals. Does it, what, is, no. Is Can't 0.5 a spinning goal? Is it a half spin? <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. Has to be in the box. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a very serious. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, it's a perfect transition. Let's move on. Before we get into some Denver Nuggets talk, DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you in the center of the action for the NBA playoffs to celebrate basketball's first round. DraftKings is giving you an amazing free bet offer for every day that you bet at least $20 on basketball. They'll give you a $10 free bet. Head to the app right now and check out all they have to offer, including player props, quarter-by-quarter quarter betting, and so much more. Dre, give us one bet that intrigues you for today. You guys already recorded DNVR Bets Daily, so for a lot more detail about that, go check that out. But Dre, give me yeah, one. I mean, both the over here where offenses have kind of been unleashed and both the Jazz and Nuggets don't really have a an answer defensively for how to stop the other team's strength. Um, and I think that's even more so the case with Mike Conley in the game today. Um, I think the over is a safe bet, especially under 220 points. And, you know, Jokic really needs to score for this team to do anything. So him going over 23 and a half points seems like a, a safe bet as well, especially at basically even money at minus 110. I think you gave me more than one, but okay. <laughs> no, that's how I do it. There you go, people. Um, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code DNVR when you sign up. Like I mentioned, for a limited time, all new users can get a $10 free bet when placing a bet on $20 or more on all first-round playoff action. Use the code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditioning conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, be sure to call one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. Eric, are you there? You're kind of freezing, and we're about to talk. Yeah, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. You're just a little. You're, you're a little frozen. Right, well, who, who wants to see me anyway? That's really nice. I'm, uh, that's not why I'm here on Earth. Is for people to look at me. <laughs> okay, there we go. But your your positioning was sad. Oh, it was well, sad, I am... like you were sad on <laughs> on Wednesday. I uh, th- my positioning as a human being is just generally sad, but. Uh, today I'm feeling very hopeful and I'm feeling very optimistic going into game three yes. against the hated Utah Jazz, Sucker. the loathsome, uh, terrible Utah Jazz that deserve no love. And the Denver mean, Nuggets. Ho- hold on one second. Someone said Avalanche play tomorrow. Zipster. We, yep, we covered that earlier. <laughs> tomorrow at 6 p.m. <laughs> we'll be putting in Eventbrite. So if you want to come watch it at the DMVR bar, look out for social on that. But Eric, good, good vibes Friday and you're feeling the good vibes. Uh, GVF, baby. Let's do this. Yes, absolutely. Like, what's not to feel good about? The Nuggets have beaten the Jazz this season four times. They've lost one time. The time they lost was the last time. And um, it was a really weird game. Like, the Nuggets sort of changed up their strategy. They went really heavy on Nikola Jokic in the block, which is not 
how they generally play their or how their their offense flows. Uh, Nicole Jokic is always just sort of a facilitator, and he's a generally unwilling scorer. He'll do it if he has to, but um, they seem to decide that it was going to be Jokic versus Gobert heavily, and it just kind of mucked up everybody else's potential and everybody else's offense. Like nobody else was really contributing. Jamal Murray was super um, tentative. After coming off of such a hot game, I was really yeah. confused to see that um, he still you scored. You said it was his, that he was he had arrived after. I still game believe one. that. I absolutely still believe that. I just kind of think that um, the way that they structured the offense sort of took the ball and took the moxie out of him early, and then he sort of after the game he was quoted as saying he felt uh, indecisive, mm-hmm. which is you know what not what you want out of no. your primary ball handler. So I expect there to be some. Um, Adjustments made today. Mike Conley is coming back for the Jazz, but ironically, um, I think that's actually going to hurt the Jazz more than help them. Mm-hmm. Like throughout the season, Mike Conley is actually the, the Jazz has played worse with Mike Conley in the lineup yeah. f- for whatever reason. Um, one reason potentially is that it's taking the ball out of Donovan Mitchell's hands. Yeah, um, and you know, just so, sort of. Uh, because we've learned, if you didn't know already, like Donovan Mitchell is a volume, volume scorer. Um, he puts up a lot of shots. He's been extremely ex- efficient in the series, which is not really one of his hallmarks. Yeah, game um, one, he had 57 points. Game two, yeah. he had 30 points. Yes. Um, but typically, he, I mean, you know, when it came, when the series started, I was like, well, you know, what, what to expect is Donovan Mitchell will score at, at minimum 35 points a game, but I expect the Jazz to lose by 10 points every game. Um, that hasn't exactly been the case, but <laughs> um, we did win that first game by, by 10 points. And uh, the second game we did not win, but that, you know, whatever. That, that was an aberration. Things happen. The Avalanche lost a game to the lowly Coyotes, so, you know, things happen in, in playoff sports. Um, so, you know, people are kind of freaking out a little bit just because we were just so, so Sleepy. <laughs> it just, it, I mean, it looked, yeah, the fourth quarter was just it was a... bad. The, the Nuggets, I mean, they, they really got punched in the mouth and they were just like, okay, that we'll accept. Thank you for that punch. We'll take that and we'll just uh, go right back to the bench. So, but the Nuggets are lay down for the town. But the Nuggets, if anything, this season and in general, have proven that they are a resilient, gritty squad. Like they spent the entire season just like kind of gutting out wins, and no one was really happy with the way that it looked. It wasn't like super beautiful basketball, but they secured the number three seed in the Western Conference in a time where the Western Conference is as strong as it's ever been. Um, and so they're just a good team. It's just, you know, like you just don't ever know what you're going to get. I mean, obviously this um, this bubble experience is like obviously nothing we've ever seen. You know, yeah. we have this neutral court experience. There's no obviously no concept of home court advantage. Um, it's a lot like March Madness. And we've seen like a lot of like really strange results happening, like the Orlando Magic, like bludgeoning the Milwaukee Bucks in the first game and then the Lakers getting beat by the Portland and then it, things are just sort of swinging back and forth so I definitely but, but expect we, that we the heard case. that it, uh, the, the Lakers Portland game was because LeBron James plays for the play uh, for the fans and there was <laughs> yeah. no fan yeah 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 well he LeBron James, but it's funny like them. LeBron James <laughs> didn't even have that great of a game this last game it's just it, it, it when it comes to the Lakers it's really all Anthony Davis yeah. at this point like he had a really good game so they rolled um but, well, with you know, the Lakers on uh, in the conversation, how do you think that series is going to go now with Dame, Damian Lillard out? Oh, the the, Bla- the Blazers are cooked. 
they're, yeah. they're cooked. Like before the, before we even started that series, I was I mean just looking at the way that the Blazers were winning out winning these games, they were barely gutting out a bunch of wins against the Memphis Grizzlies and you know like just bottom tier teams, and they were barely getting by. But it was like really inspiring because blah 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 blah. But they don't have any defense. In, they have no interior defense. The Lakers are make their bones off of having big seven foot guys that can just go yam it in the paint. So. Um, it's so it, funny after last series, uh, after last year's playoffs, I just am not a big fan of Portland or their team, and our oh. guys are here betting on Portland, obviously on DraftKings Sportsbook, of course. Um, because you don't bet on the Lakers, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> but oh, the the Trailblazers are so annoying. Yeah, no, there's no, <laughs> it's. Um, Gambling on games and being principled about the games that you're betting on <laughs> are incompatible. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> there's no extra bonus for just for you know fading a team that you hate. So, um, but so that that series is that I mean that that's going to be over soon. But so this but this series with the Nuggets, I mean it's this is going to be a a, a hard fought series for sure. I mean last year when the Nuggets went up against the um, the Spurs, they lost two of the first three games and they won the series. The Nuggets yep. did. So it, I don't know. It's just the What's emotional your realistic roller coaster. expectation. Do you think we're going to go all the way to a game seven or do you think the Nuggets can finish this off in five or are you going to have a clearer picture after today's game at two o'clock? I mean, the, the t- it's, it's so hard to even make a prediction because of the fact that of when you look at playoff series in general, you factor in the home court advantage. And so you sort of just chalk up two wins for each team, um, just knowing that, you know, it's really difficult to win in the other team's gym. So, I, I mean, I have no idea. Like, the Nuggets could absolutely come out and just smack them like they did this season, and it could be over in five. Um, it could easily go to seven games. The Jazz could win. I mean, really, anything's on the table at this point. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's, it's such an unprecedented year that you can't really draw from your, you know, past experience of watching basketball. Yeah. All right, my last question for you, Eric, before you have to head out is – the Nuggets are still without Gary Harris and Will Barton, and now it's being reported that Will Barton has left the bubbles and yes. gone home. What exactly is going on with that? Well, I mean, Will Barton, obviously, he said his knee wasn't responding to rehab the way he wanted it to in the bubble. He wasn't getting any better. So um, at a certain point, like, what is he doing there? He might as well go and yeah. try and try and uh, get it to where, you know, get it uh, healed up outside and, um, you know, have more access to his own trainers or whatever. But, you know, you can take that and, and look at that and say like, okay, well, Gary Harris has not left. So yeah. that gives you a feeling like he probably will come back at a certain point. Gary's dealing with a hip and, <clears throat> and Will was dealing with a knee. So, um, you know, a little bit different there, but it, it seems to me like Gary Harris will make a return at some point, you know, of course, if the Nuggets stay in long enough. All right, well, game three is today at 2 p.m. The DMVR okay. watch party is sold out, unfortunately. <laughs> but because of that, don't forget to check out our event calendar on the DMVR.com to RSVP early for all of our events. Like I said, we're making an event right for that Avs game tomorrow as soon as possible. Michaela's doing it right now. Um, so definitely Get don't forget that, to Michaela. RSVP for that. We also have um, a few more spots left for game 
four on Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, but if you need a place to watch in this place, um, you come over here and it's sold out. Definitely check out our friends over at Blake Street Tavern. Um, they have an awesome outdoor setup as well. No doubt. And and if I may, um, keep an eye keep an eye out in this next coming week. We did two shirt drops this last week. We're going to do two more this Ooh. next week, potentially three. Um, oh. So it's go time, baby. More it's, shirts. Look uh, at that. Eric it's is on just and it's popping. Blessing the world with some more shirts. I get tired of people yelling at me to make shirts. So I just sat down. And I made a whole bunch of GD shirts. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were getting yelled at for I, lack I get of yelled shirts. at all the time. If anything comes up and somebody's like a funny phrase gets on TV or something and my mentions just blow up. They're like, where's the shirt? Where's the shirt? I'm like, I don't know. You make the shirt. I don't want to make the shirt. <laughs> just yeah. like this one right here. Where are the shorts? Where are the, shorts? the, shorts? <laughs> no. where are the denim are daddy shorts? <laughs> no. We don't I even know. do shirts anymore. I know. It's all, we are I know. not I know. making shorts. You I can know. make your own shorts. <laughs> Everybody, probably everyone has heard me say this, but I really have created a uh, reality for myself where people just scream at me to do work. People that I've never met just yell at me to do work all the time. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, like the <laughs> denim daddy mafia that <laughs> yeah, really yeah, wants yeah. their denim daddy yeah, shirt. Yeah, which I, I, I oh in good God. conscience, cannot make. You can, you're going to be waiting forever <laughs> yes. for a denim daddy shirt. <laughs> It's too niche. Like literally people will see that on DNVR locker and be like, what the hell is yeah. this? And like, I'm not making shorts either. I made the most, the most nineties ass shirt I could possibly make. I put a random squiggle in there. There's a wayward triangle. I put three different fonts in. <laughs> like I thought of uh, ev- trying to make every possible nineties thing I could think of. I, that font up top is like used in the show Friends. I mean, like, what do you want from me? So though that is that's the T-shirt version of George. That oh, shirt. Friends! I was thinking, I was thinking it was the magazine cutout letters you see in Ransom Letters. Well, the Carry Me Home kind of is, but the Turn the Lights <laughs> Off uh, is in. That's like an exquisitely '90s font. So, um, you know. Get off me. No, I'm not making jorts. No one say the word jorts to me ever again. <laughs> Michael said, you know, on our last show, Michael came uh, wrote in the comments, like, I talked to Eric. The jorts are in the making. Like, it's going to happen. And I was like, I don't think so. No jorts. We're going jortless here at the GDDMVR. And by the jortless. way, uh, the problem with jorts is just the word jort. Like it, no. Otherwise, they're just jean. They're just shorts that are denim. They're just everybody wears shorts all the time. You would be easily would wear denim shorts, but oh. unfortunately, the word jorts exists, so now they can belt never happen buckle. again. Yes, no. you gotta get the big, <laughs> the big belt buckle the, that's in the shape of Texas. Yeah. Oh. No, a '90s thing would be to wear jorts with a braided belt. Oh that no! Then, that oh, then, did you, like, Eric, did you do that? Oh, Is that why you know about oh. it? I, I, do I have to remind you that I'm 100 years old? Yes, of course I do. Yeah. I, what, 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 am I going to buck the entire culture of the USA at that point in time? Like, no, I went along with it. I had jorts. I had a braided belt. Things were good. And I heard you, Allie, think that jorts needed to be cut off. Not I the case. I thought that. Those, well, are then, those are called cutoffs. Okay. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> I call jean dude. shorts that I wear jean shorts. Jorts, yeah. I always thought were specifically no. the ones that you cut off and no. turn into. No, no. Jo- jo- the word jorts. Anyways, was the this is a Denver sports podcast, so we should probably move on to some more Denver sports. <laughs> we're not allowed to talk Arguing about then. jorts isn't a sport. <laughs> the Denver Jorts podcast. 
All right, Eric, thank you for hopping on. He will Let's be go, at- Nuggets. Let's go. Eric will be at this. the bar later today. So if you're here, you got tickets, definitely come say hello to him. Um, uh, okay, AJ, you just Damn. waited until he left. Look, he's shaking his head back here. You suck, AJ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he leaves like Pe- that. People who, people who are wrong a lot feel that way. Uh, oh, Steven, here. please stop giving AJ ideas. I don't need this in my life. <laughs> oh, see, I'm on your side. I don't Look, want any of it. She's going to be so upset when she shows up, and I already have that belt buckle. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, goodness gracious. I love how this show just turned into half fashion, half a fashion yeah. podcast. Fashion show fashion. at lunch. It is noon. <laughs> it is. Straight All right, up. I know AJ said, I guess, well, well, first, first, <laughs> Av's got us smiling. Hopefully the Nuggets, the Nuggets will also do the same today. And if you aren't the biggest fan of your smile right now, head over to Green Mountain Dental Group and they'll take care of it for you. When you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. That's right, a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you got to do when you schedule cleaning um, x-ray and exam Besides that awesome perk, Green Mountain Dental Group is family-owned and honestly one of the best dentists in Colorado. Our sales director, Lindsay, got her wisdom teeth removed a few weeks ago, and she said it was the best dentist experience she has ever had in her life. I will also be going to Green Mountain Dental to get my wisdom teeth removed. We've been a little busy since sports came back, so I don't know when I have time to allow my face to be a chipmunk as I am on camera a lot, but I soon will be going to Green Mountain Dental Group to get my wisdom teeth removed after the awesome review Lindsay gave us. Plus, they're all Denver sports fans, and supporting them helps us here at DNVR. Don't forget to schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, and you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. AJ, you said no Rockies talk, but we're talking Rockies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What was that laugh? Yeah. Denver fashion tips and makeup was fun. Yes, because you had fun because the Rockies dropped every game against the Astros in this four-game set. Drew, what Mm. the heck is going on? Baseball's weird, dumb game. And (laughs) it was a weird, dumb series. And there's really not much to be made from it. There, There were a couple of random individual things that just... You know, one of them was they lost a game in extras on that. There's the new rule that the first game they played in extras, all of that was bizarre. The first game was a yeah. joke from an umpire who shouldn't be in the league. Uh, the, uh, that the third means game something was, coming from you. No, I mean, Get that's em. just I, – I had written that in the offseason for reasons far beyond him having an absolute terrible reputation and just on the field as an umpire. And then he purposely tried to get into a fight with Kyle Freeland. And then he purposefully called pitches improperly out of retribution. And it was ridiculous. But third game. Look, that's how a pro handles his business. (laughs) Just uh, really that guy shouldn't be allowed on an MLB diamond. And it's kind of absurd that Major League Baseball never addressed the fact that on Twitter he threatened to shoot people doesn't exactly have the best temperament and judgment does i i hadn't heard about that so i bet a few of our listeners hadn't either Ah, but yes that was a thing that happened i did write about it on the dnvr.com so nice well i'm gonna have to go search uh, for that because that's 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, that got swallowed up a little bit in the week of news that also included the Houston Astros assistant GM getting fired because he mm. made misogynistic remarks at one of the oh, best I remember baseball that reporters one. in the world. And then about three days later, it was found out that they've been cheating for years. So, like, stuff kind of got swallowed up. The fact that Rob Drakeson threatening to shoot people he politically disagrees with got kind of swallowed up. And Major League Baseball hasn't accounted for that. And he was way too much of a factor in the series, which is too bad. But the Rockets also did get uh, thoroughly outplayed by the Astros and started making mistakes that they haven't been making for most of the season, the biggest one coming yesterday when Harmen Marquez just gave up, which is, I was quite frankly appalled. Um, he just gave in and lost a game for the Rockies by himself. And you can't do that if you're going to be the ace of a staff. Um, he, he gave up 10 runs out of frustration, out of mental like he had his stuff and he, he also struck out like eight guys or something like that. Like he, he beat himself and, and allowed the Rockies. So ultimately I guess what I'm trying to say is the Rockies are in a really bad spot right now. It's obviously been a terrible stretch, but most of what's been bothering them, especially over this series with the Astros, I don't think is sustainable. Is it bad? Yes. Does it need to be fixed? Yeah. Yes. But I don't think Nolan Arenado is going to hit 225 for the year. I don't think our man Marquez is going to give up 10 runs in the game again. Um, you know, I don't think the Rockies are going to have too many games this season where both starters pitch eight innings, three shutouts, and then the game goes to extras and is decided on a kind of a random coin flip of which ball happened to fall into the outfield or not. Most of those things just aren't sustainable. The Rockies are. Yeah. Uh, you know, we also have to remember, too, that this isn't the normal postseason. I see a lot of people going, Dude, the, the Dodgers are running away with the division. Look, I know we fight before the season because it's, yeah, 60 games that maybe all kinds of easy things can happen. But the chances the Rockies were going to take the division from the Dodgers was always remarkably low. The interesting thing about this year, though, is that matters way less than it used to. Because in the past, in any other year, if you don't win your division, then the best you can do is be a wild card team, which means that you've got an absolute uphill battle to climb just to get to face off against the number one team in the National League, the Dodgers, uh, if you get that far. Um, in this case, it's like an NBA season. We've got a 16-team playoff, and the Rockies are the five seed, or sort of between the four and five seed, which those two teams play each other, so whatever. Um, now that and you noted, Drew, that the bats were on. They, they weren't bad yesterday. They scored eight runs. Finally came alive yesterday. Totally. Um, you know, Tapia has finally gotten it going. I, I, you know, uh, Ryan McMahon's gotten out of the strikeout slump, and he's been in two huge home runs uh, the other day. Again, yeah, I don't think it is they were this last week. Not because the Rockies don't have, you know, a, basically a league average offense. They do, and it's, and it's bolstered a lot of times by their superstars. But that's exactly what they've been missing. Charlie Blackman fell off the cliff after the hot start, which was, yeah. you, you expected him to cool down quiet there. And Nolan Arenado hasn't, you know, in any way uh, bolstered that half of it. And so I just, I think Nolan, I don't think that's a, you know, an outlandish claim to make. And 
because of that, uh, I think the Rockies will be fine. It'll just be interesting to see how the season, you know, how much time is left better their playoff seeding because that's really what you're talking about here. As long as you're a 500 team, you're, you're comfortably in the playoffs and then it's all you getting matched up against. Yeah. Um, if they continue the streak and lose against the Dodgers in this next series, is it time to worry? Drew, we can't hear you. I, I, mean, think you're I mean, it's probably already time to worry. Oh no. You're getting a bit disconnected. Yeah, AJ, you were time. shaking your head. Dre, do you what do you guys think? I think it's time to worry now. Now, yeah, I mean, even before the Dodgers series? Yeah, I mean it's you just don't have time in this baseball season. You don't have time for slumps like this. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's really it. Um like the Dodgers are running away with it and Hey, when they were when they were dead even with the Dodgers, you were playing with house money, you knew it wasn't gonna oh. keep up. And you were feeling like, hey, they the longer this goes on, the better they have a chance to run away from second place, which is what they need to get into the postseason. Uh, now that the Dodgers have basically separated themselves significantly from them, uh now they're they've given up all the cushion that they built. Uh, they've given all of it back. Like they're they're behind San Diego and they're you know now they're now they're dealing with San Diego and Arizona both uh because they've they've fallen apart and like the the big the big gap that they built up early on in the year is totally gone. It's time to worry now. They've got to figure it out now. There's no more we'll get through this, you know, we can have a we can have a rough week and we'll get it back next week. Like the good thing is, is that they lost all these games to teams that aren't in their division. Yep. You know, like they're they every loss wasn't uh it wasn't a, a you know it, it didn't hurt the same way losing to San Diego head to head will hurt. Yeah. So, you know, they have a, a lot of division games left, and that's probably the blessing in disguise here is that hey, they decided to be bad during a soft part of their schedule where they were playing teams that don't it doesn't hurt them to lose. Uh, directly outside of just losing the game, it it doesn't. It's not helping uh, one of their direct competitors in 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 the way that it does when they lose to like a San Diego or an Arizona head to head. Drew, what do you think? I mean, I generally agree that you, there should be plenty of worry now already, definitely. Um, but I I don't like. I see what AJ is saying about how, you know, they've erased their early cushion, but in a season this short, it's like, they don't have to give back from that 11 and three start, like all of the count. And the fact that both the Padres and the Diamondbacks have shown that they can get cold and go into those stretches too. And I think that they both will. I think the divisional thing is the most important thing as AJ pointed out, like the Rockies got cold at the right time, if they're going to get hot again. And yeah, they come out again. I, I think it, it has to be and it's tougher in a 60 game season. But in baseball, to me, it's, it's almost always more about the process than the results until you're getting down to, you know, you're five games out with 10 games to play or whatever it is like then yeah. then your process don't matter that much. But they just need to play good baseball consistently and wins will start to come. They need to have their starting pitching do well and they can't have any more of these blips because offensive slumps happen. They'll happen to other teams and they'll get cold too. But yeah, I mean, so if they go out and only win one game in LA, you know, I th think some people will be 
ready to burn the whole thing down. And depending on how they play, I, I think it could be a very positive sign. Yeah, the Rockies kind of feel like one of those raw prospects who you look at and you say, man, they've got all the tools to turn this around. You know, everything that they're missing is coachable and can be developed. Like, we know we have the bats to to find some rhythm and be an offensive juggernaut. You know that the, the bullpen, you know, it'll have its ups and downs. It'll, but it'll more or less be find kind of a standard of reliability. You can rely on these starters, but everything else uh, this comment hurt <laughs> feel like the rockies feel like the buffs Ugh, <laughs> it's just no pain. they don't <laughs> the buffs are I way way more incompetent than that well, aj I, I guess this uh, i was thinking it's about good that vibes too. friday but you gotta think like the last two it's years they were friday they were ranked in the 20s and started the year four and oh or four and one so i guess it does kind of feel like the buffs Good point. Good good analogy. Good analogy. I okay. buy it. Anyways, moving on to the Broncos. Uh, well, yeah, the Rockies take on the uh, Dodgers starting tonight. 640, right, Drew? The, uh, yeah, I think that's right. And again, just pitch good. That's If, if they good. pitch well, just, just do that, and good things are going to happen for this team. Uh, because Nolan Arenado will not hit 225 this year. Take the over on your DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right. Well, transitioning into the Broncos, I found that Breck Brew beer I was talking about. Look at that can. No way. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Holy Isn't cow. That's so insane. Cool? Broncos country hop, hoppy pale ale. I like the wow. can. I yeah. know. I will, We'll have to taste the beer, but I do love everything i've had from brick brew pretty much um so yeah it's an awesome can as soon as we know where we can buy them where we can find them we'll let you know uh, it might even be just like ha- a cool to have a collection of of or one of those cans as some people used to collect um beer cans and all that good stuff that um, can makes me want that same logo and design in a barrel and wear it as the Barrel Man <laughs> 2.0 and pick up the Barrel Man's legacy. I mean, I think we need it in Denver. Go. And if I can get that design, I will I will step up and do it. You, how, I, I how, bow that to, your, to our city right now. How would your daughter feel about that? Yeah, I mean, more than Proud. her. It's, uh, <laughs> she would be proud. I mean, gosh, talk about a, a legacy that will carry on for uh, for generations. But uh, it's more oh, my yeah. wife that I fear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that I fear is the keyword. Giving up my Sundays to pick up the Barrel Man's legacy—that's a—that's a tough sell. Even for for my argumentative skills, that's a tough sell. What AJ? No, I'm good. <laughs> You're about to I'm say good. Something. I'm top out. I I thank you, AJ. I think that's. Okay. I'm on. I'm on Andre's side. I am also afraid of his wife. Yep. <laughs> I love Kate. <laughs> right before uh, yeah, no, she's she's awesome, but getting on that bad side, mm, mm. I wouldn't want to like do that either. I feel like that's mm. how most people feel about their their wives. Yeah, uh, that's why you get one is so that you can have someone that you're constantly afraid of that keeps you in line, keeps you in check. Um, all right, well, Broncos are in day seven of training camp. That happened today. The Broncos guys, RDMVR Broncos guys, recorded a show um, earlier today around 12 live and the podcast. So definitely go check that out for more of an in-depth analysis on what happened at practice today. But, Dre, we do have seven days of practice. <laughs> Jerry Judy has def- – what, AJ? 
We gotta talk about the Broncos as well. No, no. You said you said seven days that made me think of that movie, The Ring. You know where you put in the the videotape into the VCR and it plays and it's just the ring and it's like in seven days you will die or whatever. Oh, that was that was all it made me think of because you were like, True. it's been seven days and I just it made me think of that. That's all. I wasn't <laughs> I bet, actually hating on anything. I was that gonna say the Broncos are the last the topic hours. of this podcast because it is just practice. Like we said earlier, but we do have to talk about them as Jerry Judy, Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton. We've had a few guys really stand out. Vaughn Miller was one of the guys that um, Mace stood out, and so did Ryan, saying that he was playing really well. What are your takes on Broncos training camp, Dre? Yeah, I think you highlighted the real um, the real headliners is that this rookie class is starting to look as advertised. Uh, Ryan put it as Slant City from his uh, report from practice yesterday, which – really brings joy to my heart. Of course, a little bit of sadness in that KJ Hamler, the second rounder has a hamstring injury is listed as a, you know, two weeks out, but as a Ryan and I were talking off air prior to coming on, you know, with speedsters with four, three forty type guys, you want to really be careful with the hamstring. Um, So that gives us a little pause. Todd Davis also seemed to catch the injury bug. Doesn't seem to be long-term, but that's going to give rookie Justin Sternot, a lot of playing time in the middle of that defense. Um, and, you know, I know Todd Davis isn't one of the a fan favorite by any means, but he is the quarterback of that defense. I think he did. He was a key in bringing Alexander Johnson along uh, last year. So him being healthy for Vic Fangio's defense, I do think is key. Um, it's encouraging to see guys like Lloyd Cushenberry, the rookie center, uh, playing well. And um, as you mentioned, Von Miller playing very well. That's great. Um, we kind of expected Vaughn to be in a bit of a beast mode this year and really take over. Uh, the flip side of that is um, as uh, DeMar Dodson, the new right tackle, is still coming along and getting fit for practice. Uh, having Elijah Wilkinson at right tackle going against Vaughn Miller has made, basically made um, practices unpracticable for the Broncos offense because they cannot guard their star edge rusher. So that's not what you love to hear, but at least they have a solution there to try and kind of figure that out. Um, but for the most sign, encouraging signs, you know, uh, Drew Locke had his interceptions early, but that's what mm-hmm. you want. Uh, get those out in practice. Be aggressive. Seems like he's progressing nicely with his new weapon. So and some of those interceptions happened when he when Jerry Judy wasn't playing with the ones. There you go. Yep. Which is ridiculous. We talked about that last pod. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Michael asked the same question I have. I know Bradley Chubb is playing a little bit, not too much. Do we, do you have any updates on him? How do you think he's played? No, you haven't personally been out there, but any highlights you've seen? Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's popped too much, but Hey, uh, it's seven days in bringing him along, you know, those, uh, MCL, ACL recoveries can take a little longer. You want to, the, the real thing is not re-aggravating anything, bringing it along slowly and being stabilized. So I wouldn't be too concerned. Um, and then we they talked about it on the DNVR Broncos live, but hearing really not hearing much about Garrett Bowles, which is a good sign as he's not standing out in a negative way. He actually addressed comments yesterday about being booed in a very, very mature way saying that he understands that this fan base expects a lot from his players and the play that he had wasn't what they expected and wasn't good so he's done everything he could this offseason to improve on that what aj 
It's good comment. Like, it's mature. Last season, we really didn't see Garrett Bowles being mature. He was blaming the refs. He was blaming coaches. And that type of response compared to what we're used to was a good sign to see. Yeah. I uh, I remember when he was drafted and he was already, what, 25 years old. So it's nice to know that now that he's pushing 30, he's decided to grow up. Okay. Well, I mean, better late than never. If he ends up, better if, if, late as, than never. as long as it translates into him, stop holding dudes and him grade out as at least league average. I'm happy. And, like, and I know talk hey. is cheap. You got to show it with your actions. Yeah, but exactly. Least- we're in, we're going into year five. I don't really care what he has to say. It's about him going out and doing his damn job for the first time in his career. I agree, but at least we're seeing some sort of progression into the right side of things because it really wasn't that way last year. He was constantly, blaming refs saying that he wasn't holding and when it was very obvious that he was so at least we'll see what happens when he gets into game action and he gets called for that first holding and he he'll either be like he'll either be like oh my bad or he'll be like and we're like oh hey great we're back to this so hopefully i mean hopefully he figures it out that's all we've ever wanted was for him to stop being bad (laughs) that's it it's not it's not pop songs it's I'll not personal. Dre, like, what do you think you're cutting off of it? Stop holding, stop <laughs> holding me, bowls. It's all we ever wanted. Okay, this is, Drew. This is freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna start taking everything AJ says in the heat of the moment and turning them into songs. I think that's gonna be my new thing. In the heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, it's all I've ever wanted. To Garrett Bowles to stop holding, stop holding me, Garrett Bowles. It just sounded very much like an 80s pop song. I was enjoying it. I don't want Oh, Garibald look at that. Michael, Michael is joining in on writing your lyrics. Um, See? Drew. He also asked how has the dynamic looked between Gordon and Lindsay? From what I've heard from um, the Broncos, guys, good. Uh, Lindsay definitely, Philip Lindsay is just a dog as he was, as he was in CU. Very unsurprising, but he is constantly like overworking trying to trying to prove himself so for more on that dynamic i would definitely check out the dmvr.com for all of uh all of our guys's takeaways from day one through seven dre you're back i'm back yes (laughs) yeah yeah encouraging signs from garrett bulls but you know uh he has to do it in games uh offensive tackles kind of like playing goalie in the nhl or being a pitcher in the mlb no one's going to praise you for the 28 saves you had or the nope. 98 pitches you threw that didn't result in contact. Everyone's going to dwell on the two you let in goal or the five hits you allowed. It's, it's, a, it's a tough life, man, but everyone's going to dwell on that one sack, that one strip sack, that one fumble, that one holding or false start penalty, um, and he's got to eliminate that. It's not easy asking Asking someone to be perfect 24-7 against other elite professional athletes is basically an impossible request, but that's what we're doing with offensive tackles, and that's kind of the standard Bulls has to be at. So, yes, encouraged in practice has to happen in games, though, right? I mean, especially when you when the Broncos franchise feels like they found their franchise quarterback, knock on wood, if, if Garrett causes something that makes Drew Lockett hurt, like, yep. it, it's really... He's really going to have to prove it out on the field. 100% huge year. But, you know, always best to bet on a player in a contract year 
than in any other season. So that's the situation with Garrett that has to have you encouraged. Fifth time's the charm. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, sometimes it takes longer for people. <laughs> everyone breaks out in their late 20s, right, AJ? Isn't that what we know? Yeah, I mean, I was yeah, that happens in baseball so. all the time. I was going to say, I, 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 I'm just now starting to kind of at 33. So, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. is that what we're doing with Brendan so Rodgers? We're waiting good. five more years. No. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. I last pod, I did say no, that I was fine. going to read any five star rating that we got on um, iTunes. So oh, we've no. got Utes Av in here in the comments and he actually you fan for life left a uh five-star review on the denver sports podcast on itunes saying you guys are the best sports pod in the west love you guys go abs go utes abs fan and he wrote on here abs over all other denver sports teams but you're a dmr member and you listen to us even if we're talking about all other other denver sports so we appreciate you no matter what thank you for the five-star rating um late 20s is where it's popping says uh rudo in the dmvr or was that you aj it was not me so rudo rudo's watching i am, not, I am not watching our my own podcast and then commenting on it at the same time i don't know I maybe maybe you, i, I interrupted you maybe i interrupted you and you really wanted to get a point across oh nope. man i should have done that while i was frozen <laughs> Oh, yeah, that would have worked. That's what Drew tried to do. And oh, and someone brought it up the Walmart parking lot yeah. Wi Fi. <laughs> Drew uh, was like, I, yes. I have no Wi Fi, but I'm uh, here in spirit. Um, but all right, we'll busy day here Walmart at the DNVR bar. Oh, yeah. So we are going to log off. Thank you for everyone watching. Thank you for everyone listening. Like I said, don't forget to give us a five star rating if you enjoy this podcast. Um, and come down to the DMVR bar, read our stuff, subscribe, do it all. We really appreciate you guys, and we will see you next week. If it plays, is it playing? Uh. <laughs> is it not? I don't know.